Good evening, good evening, and welcome to another edition of Dom Waves of Words, brought to you by Gabe's Thoughts. Man, it's been a while since I talked to you guys. I feel like a lot of things have transpired, a lot of things have happened. I'm excited about some things, I've been going through some things, but <sighs> such is the way of life. So, if it don't kill you... It might leave some scars. It might make you stronger. But you can still sustain and remain. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm sustaining and remaining. Um, I'm here. I'm living. I'm learning. And I'm trying to get better each and every day. Um, so without further ado, we're going to jump right into the episode. Um, I'm excited for this piece. Uh, it comes from a book that I haven't read since I wrote it. Um, I, I was in such a dark place when I wrote it, like every poem and every time I sat down with the pen, I just felt like I was just getting all the toxins and all that toxic waste out of me. Um, I was in a bad place. Uh, uh, life was hard. I, I was stuck in a depression. I wasn't taking care of myself, both physically, mentally, spiritually. I, I just wasn't in a good place. And to me, I was in a perpetual state of darkness. And, you know, it just hit me. I'm like, I, I got to do something because if I don't, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be here um, before I, I do something drastic. And, you know, I, I know that there's a lot of people in this world that feel that way. There's a lot of people in this world that feel like because the world spins and turns the way that it does, that they can't ask for help or that they can't slow down or that, you know, unfortunately life doesn't give you an opportunity to take care of yourself. It's unacceptable. I'm telling y'all, what good is the world if you're not taking care of yourself? What good is going out and busting your ass and making all this money if you don't have the help to enjoy it? And, I'm, and I tell all of my friends all the time that you're no good to anyone if you're not taking care of yourself. You can't be Superman for everybody, but then be breaking down. And a lot of us carry that burden. So I'm going to get into the piece and then I'm going to continue to go on. But I mean, again, it's May and, you know, it is Mental Health Awareness Month. And hopefully that someone listening to this particular episode can get something from it. And if you need help, can find someone that you trust to reach out for help. Because if you don't take care of your mind, the body will follow. Everyone who, you know, bumps and bruises, oh, you know, I'll, I'll go get that checked out. But when it comes to the mind, we continue to ignore it. It's like driving with no gas in your car or driving with your check engine light on, which I know a lot of my listeners do. Don't worry, I used to be the same way, but now when I see that motherfucker pop on, excuse me, can you check this? Because No, we don't play those games. But the same kind of attention needs to be given to when there is a check engine light for your brain. And without further ado, one of my, one of my pieces. The water around me is rising, soon to overcome me. Chains on my wrists, shackles on my feet. Escaping this bondage seems an impossible feat. Bills, family, love, loss. 
chasing being normal is proven to be an expensive cost. The waves of depression crashing against my spirit. Each day I pick up my fake smile. I can't forget to wear it. I'm the strong friend. No one checks on me. Everybody withdraws, but no one deposits love back into me. The rolling tide of anxiety has engulfed me. There is only darkness that surrounds my soul. As I fight the urge to drown, I sink even deeper. Maybe I should embark on a journey to be an eternal sleeper. I'm stranded in the middle of the ocean of despair, the sea of sorrow, trying to survive the hurricane of nightmares, just trying to see tomorrow. They say that there is a God in whom I should believe. But my God, my God, I'm drowning in depression. The water is so hot, I can't breathe. So this poem comes from what one of my, I think my favorite book personally, but also my most intimate book in terms of how much of my soul I was bearing in this book. Um, is called Disease of the Mind. And, you know, if anyone knows me, I'm, I'm always willing to be there for the people that I care about. Okay? And for, and for a couple of different reasons. One, I never want anyone to feel like they don't have someone. So if I can serve as that support system for them, I will do everything within my power to do so. However, there is also a selfish motive because if I'm focusing on your problems, that means I can't, I don't have to focus on mine. And, you know, I can make an excuse as to why I won't deal with my shit because I'm saying, oh, I'm helping their friend with their shit. After a while, that stops working. When I wrote Disease of the Mind for me, it stopped working. That that model, that that, rep that that repetition cycle that I was in had become mute, and no matter how hard I tried, it just felt like further into the darkness I sank. Okay, um, I've been through a lot. For those that know my story, they know that you know the most important person to me, unfortunately, was taken away way too early, and that was my mom. And, you know, that happened back in 2013. It is now 2021. I still haven't gotten over it. So when they tell people, oh, you'll get over it. No, the fuck you won't. I'm just going to be completely honest. You don't get over it. You, you know, there are times that, you know, you remember the happy times and you smile. There are times you remember the happy times and you cry. That's all a part of it, you know. Um, but there's this moniker or this unwritten rule especially in the black and brown communities, that men can't show any emotion besides anger. Anger is the only acceptable emotion in the community in which I find myself. So there is a number of times where I could be hurt, like not physically hurt, not visually hurt, but I'm hurting. And society would tell me, keep going. I would tell myself, keep going. You know, there will be times when I'm in a room full of fucking friends and everybody partying, 
having a good time, and I'm sitting there in the fucking corner by myself. Lime brother. Yo, bro, you good? Yeah, I'm good, bro. No, I'm dead while I'm lying. Straight, straight through my teeth. You know, family, friends. Dom, you good? Yeah, I'm good, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm good. Don't worry about me. But I'm not, I wasn't okay. Like, I was not okay. And so many of us, whether it be pride, whether it be ignorance, whether it be conditioning, whatever you want to attribute this to, we do the exact same thing. We know damn well we're not okay. We know damn thing, you know, we know damn well the last thing we are is okay. Um, and it does something to us. Now, again, there are a multitude of reasons why. A lot of times, you know, when I do express when I'm not okay, I feel vulnerable. And that's not a comfortable feeling. It's just not. Um, I've had some situations where, unfortunately, I opened up to some people and it came back and bit me in the ass. Just going to be completely honest. So people have different reasons as to why they don't feel comfortable reaching out. There's this, this stigma that is in regards to mental health. Again, especially in the black and brown communities where if you are willing to admit that you need help people they you crazy you know people you know start judging you but i'm telling you being black in america fuck being black on this planet at times can be fucking depressing like and there are times that the shit just don't make sense it's like damn bro like why does everything have to be so damn hard all the time so how did that not take a toll on you mentally that to me is, is the absurd part, not the fact that you admitting that this shit is taking a toll on you, but again, we've we've been indoctrinated to this this faulty premise that no matter what, we gotta keep going. Like no matter what, we supposed to be made of vibranium and never break and never crack and never chip, and that's just not how life works. And when I wrote this book, that it wasn't a cry for help as much as it was a realization that I have to take care of my mind. Because if I don't take care of my mind, I won't be here. So if, if you guys get nothing else from this episode, if you don't take care of your mind, it doesn't matter because you won't be here. Because once you lose your mind, for some people, there is no coming back from that. There have been a number of different times where I thought I was going to be one of those people that got engulfed and enveloped by the darkness and couldn't find my way out. It's a real thing, people. <laughs> it is not a fun place. It is a scary place to be. And I get it. Sometimes being alone with your own thoughts is probably... The scariest place to be. When you sit down on that couch or you look in that mirror and you see that demon looking back at you or, or, or you see, you know, the pain that you carry, it's scary, man. <laughs> it's a scary place to be. I, I, speaking from where I come from, when I sat myself down with that demon and I looked at him, who just so happens to be looking back at me, I was just like, I, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep carrying you because 
the longer I carry you, the further deeper I'm going to sink into a point where I can't move. So, what you know, I always recommend finding a positive outlet. For me, it was my poetry. If it wasn't for me and my connection to the pen, I don't know how I would have been able to survive the things that I went through. But for you, it may not be that. For you, it may be you playing basketball. It may be you playing video games. But find something that will give you an escape hatch, that will give you an outlet to expel the toxins from that depression. Because if you don't, the results will be catastrophic. And I get it, you know, we are descendants of kings and queens and, you know, super strong people. And we feel as though if we show any sign of weakness or any chink in the armor, that there's something wrong with us. But the true strength is being able to admit, you know what, man, I'm I'm not doing okay, bro. Or, you know, sis, I, I'm, I'm fucked up. I need somebody to talk to because I don't know what else to do. There's no harm in asking for help. Coming from, you know, a black man, pride, there's nothing more fragile than a man in his pride. But pride will get you killed. And that's real rap. It makes no sense for you to be struggling and not ask for help. We have to do better. Point blank, period. I, I, I try to make sure that all of my friends, all of my fraternity brothers, everybody that I come in contact with, understand that even if it's not me that you talk to, find somebody that you can talk to. Find somebody that is willing even if it's just them sitting there listening or you know, them taking you to go play mini golf or take your mind off of things or doing something. But we all need that one escape route. We just do. As a community, we have to be brotherly to each other. Too many times, bros end up dead because they felt like they had nobody. Too many times, our system ended up dead because they felt like they had nobody. Trauma happens to everybody. It, it just does. Everybody has a cross that they have to bear. Everybody has a burden that they have to carry. That's just the way of life, especially for folks look like we do. That's just what it is. But as a community, understanding that and, and knowing that, we have to do better. I get it. You know, my mom always said before she, you know, got rest her soul, that her goal was to make sure that me and my brother were better off than she was. And it is my job to make sure that my children will be better than I was. So one of the things that I'm going to tell them is do not be afraid of your emotions. Being afraid of your emotions does not make it, it's not a good recipe. You're not weak for acknowledging that you have emotions outside of anger. It's not a sign of weakness or there's not a, 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 a 
a problem in your makeup because there are just some things you can't go, like, you can't deal with the shit. You know, we've always been taught, you know, work twice as hard to get half as much. And that, that's true. That, that, that is true. But damn it, do not work yourself into a grave. Because let me tell you something. The one thing I know about these damn jobs, they send your family a card, RIP, maybe even give you a week, but I guarantee you that that week is they're looking for somebody to replace your ass. So if your job is the source of your stress, use them vacation days, use them sick days, take a mental health day. I like again as a community, we gotta we gotta help each other grow. Like I said, there is a connection. I'm not a doctor. But I know for me personally, there is a connection between when my mind is sick and when my body is sick. There's a connection. You can't have one without the other. So again, I, I just urge everyone, the key is love. The key is love. A lot of the answers to life's tough questions is love. And I'm not talking about romantic love. I'm talking about just Love in the sense that you care for one another. And my brothers and sisters out there that are listening don't know anything else. Know that I love you. I love you guys oh so much. Because if it wasn't for you guys and friends that I have and people that I have been put in my life, whether it be by divine intervention or by chance, I would not have made it out of my depression. I just wouldn't. And now, more than ever, with COVID-19 and the world literally, quite literally being on flames right now. Now is the time that we need one another. You know, there have been people that because of this whole pandemic have been in some really, really bad situations. They've had to deal with some things they didn't think they would have to deal with. One thing I can tell you, you can put your Usain Bolts on and run all you want. Eventually, if you don't deal with your problems, they will deal with you. And when they catch you, that shit hurts. It hurts. Growing hurts. It does, but it's a part of life. So again, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. I want you guys to, you know, again, ask yourself a couple questions every day. Am I really okay? What is it that I'm avoiding? What is it that I'm afraid of? Do I have anyone to talk to? That's how we continue to grow. That's how we heal. We have too many broken people out there that don't know any better. So what what do they end up doing? They end up hurting and breaking other people simply because they don't know any better. Simply because they weren't taught any better. If you want to see change, you have to be a part of that change. So the one thing that I'm committing myself to is that everybody around me will understand that I care. If no one else does, I care. Take care of your mental health, ladies and gentlemen, because if you don't, it will take care of you. I love you all. Don't. Don't know.